Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, I'm excited about today's show as we have such an amazing guest lined up for you. Today we have Michael Woolworth with the Bible League. And certainly the whole world needs to know about Jesus. And so the Bible League's hard at work at that. Welcome, Michael. You're doing well, brother. I am. Yeah, you've been a great friend of Bible League, Robbie, and your listeners when we have gathered together uh, in the spring and the fall each year. Can I use some football verbiage? They have kicked it out of. I was going to say kick, kicked it out of the ballpark. They've kicked it through the uprights. There, Rob, <laughs> we're coming back today. Excited to tell you what God is doing and invite you us to step into the stories of these Bibleist believers around the world. But again, all that to say, Robbie, always a joy to be on with you to uh, to be in the truth booth today. Amen. Oh, amen. Absolutely. And we also want to mention to you that the Thorn, uh, we had them on the show last week. They are. Coming to Richmond um, this this very week, so um, Saturday, actually today, it, you know, it's going to be there uh, at the Carpenter Theater, and it's at thorn.com if you want to go there. The Thorn tells an epic story of God's love for the world and a spiritual battle for all humanity, and it's, a, from what I understand, it's an immersive show featuring live music, drama, an aerial axe. So you don't want to miss that. Over a million people have watched it again. It's going to be at the Carpenter Theater today and tomorrow. And again, thethorn.com. So, Michael, you know, if if it's Kingdom Pursuits, we're, we're always going to do this kind of thing. So speaking of league, right? You, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're usually going to have uh, Nick. That's the part where you're speaking of league. He's going to play some. There you go. So, yeah. Time to play shenanigans. So, Michael knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for a joke. Right, it's coming. It's coming. So, here we go. A little more joke music. There you go. There it is. So, I wanted to start a hide-and-seek league, but it, it didn't work out. Do you know, you know why, Nick? Tell me. You got any ideas, Michael? Hmm. Stump me. Uh, a hide and seek league. The the struggle is always good players are hard to find. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Uh, you're gonna like this one even more. I think. I think. So my wife asked me how to how Wonder Woman got her new sword in the Justice League movie. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you think she got it? Hmm. Got any ideas, Michael? Uh, boy, you've stumped me again, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, you got me on this one, too. Well, her being in Wonder Woman, Amazon Prime. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'll get it every time. Uh, so, uh, what do you call a league that only has two superheroes in it? 
Hmm. I gave you kind of a hint in the last. Nick, what you got? Yeah, Nick, you got it, don't you? I'm trying to think. I th- I'm thinking a little too hard on this one, probably. Well, it's the Justice just, League. Right, Just uh, Us <laughs> League, right. Just Us League. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we did good. So here is a really good, and we got Carmen in, in, in on this one, too. So we can, anybody that has the answer. So what would you tell me if I told you Jules Verne did not write 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Jules Hmm. Hmm. Wow. What would you tell me, Carmen, if I told you that Jules Verne did not write 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? She's got nothing. Nick's got got nothing. nothing. Michael's got nothing. I Mm. think you're going to like this. Mm. He Actually, he wrote it at a desk just like a normal person would. (laughs) (laughs) 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is hard to get your pen to work. Just saying, the pressure is really... Mm. So you do at the end of those shenanigans. Yeah, he's looking at me like, really? Yeah. All right. So here we have the actual Bible riddle that you can call in and win today. So if you can call in with this answer, we've got something for you. So here's your riddle for today. Joshua was Joshua. You remember him in the Bible came after Moses. He was out of his league when he made a deal with what Canaanite tribe? So Joshua, he was out of his league when he made a deal with what Canaanite tribe? If you know the answer to that, you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if they guess that, Nick, tell them what they'll win. You're going to win a great prize from our Kingdom Pursuits prize vault. There you go. Again, all you got to do is call 866-34-TRUTH and tell us, Joshua was out of his league when he made a deal with which Canaanite tribe. So how fun is that? Now, I just going to confuse you with the number that we're going to be giving out throughout the rest of the show, which is 1-800-YES-WORD. <laughs> so that's different than if you want to call in and, and, and guess the riddle. But, Michael, there's a lot of reasons we want to call 1-800-YES-WORD, aren't there? Well, Robbie, uh, great to be with you today. You know, and um, again, we have come uh, in the spring and the fall uh, because, you know, God has called Bible League uh, to be a part of the uh, front lines of the Great Commission since 1938. This is year number 85 uh, for us, uh, Robbie. And uh, your listeners, again, have been incredibly kind uh, to us as we have uh, tried to connect them with uh, Bibleist believers uh, all over the world. The uh, regions of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, Robbie, we can identify that as many as nine of ten new believers have no access to the Bible. Here's the easy way to understand this. Now, if you're driving, don't do this, right? But hold up two hands, right? You've probably got ten fingers uh, staring at you. If you put down a thumb, nine of ten go without a Bible. What is so basic to the Christian faith, uh, you know, to walk with Jesus is to open His Word, right? And uh, to be reminded of His precious promises, to understand God's will for your lives. So, um, you know, what we're saying today, again, is, uh, again, most evangelical Christians in those regions outside of the U.S. do not do what you and I can uh, do every day. And again, they get to open uh, God's Word. And, uh, Robbie, I know our hearts and our prayers are with those affected by the Israeli conflict in the Middle East. So I thought we'd spend uh, our hour together. I'll share with you it's a part of the world that I've visited uh, not too long ago. Tell you about some of the people that I've met there. I think they're absolutely incredible people. They live out their Christian faith in very, very difficult uh, parts of the world. And, uh, you know, it is a place of conflict and loss and suffering. 
And, of course, we know what's happening there right now. But um, all that to say, God is at work, and we want to put the Bible into the hands and hearts of these Bibleist believers. So for the next hour, let's feed heart-hungry uh, Christians. Let me tell you where we're at on this campaign, Robbie, at Together Truth Network and Bible League. Uh, we've been given another week to finish this campaign by Sunday, November 5th. That is a week away. We want to be at 3,500 Bibles. Right now, listeners, you have taken care of 2,000 Bibles. That means that 2,000 Bibleist believers, uh, before we began this campaign just a couple of weeks ago, who really had no hope of a Bible, now have God's Word coming. We want to take care of the next 1,500, and Robbie, that happens at $5 a Bible. And then we have friends of Bible League today during your show that want to double every single gift. They will double every gift regardless of size. And again, it happens with every $5 gift. Let me give you the number, two ways to get involved today. 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD. Or just click the Bible League banner. You can find that at truthnetwork.com. That's truthnetwork.com. But as we go along, I'd love to tell you about a woman by the name of Aria, a young 14-year-old Syrian refugee I met, a man by the name of Ahmed, um, a former cleric, a, by, a fellow by the name of uh, Mac Moon, if we have time, we'll get to Nora. But again, all that, Robbie, to say it's a joy to be with you today. And again, to give your uh, listeners a glimpse into what God is doing in the Middle East. Oh, and, and again, it's, it's, it's more than amazing of what God is doing. And, and clearly, you know, don't think he doesn't have his finger on everything that's involved and as things get tougher, people, you know, <laughs> grow closer to God a lot of times. And and so this is an opportunity really, you know, as time, you know, may be short. It's certainly short for a lot of people that are under all sorts of persecution. And so all the more reason uh, to dial 1-800-YES-WORD. But also, you can just go to KingdomPursuits.com. And again, the Bible League banner is there as well. Um, or TruthNetwork.com, either one. Uh, we're excited to have Michael here. We've got a lot more coming up with you, and uh, we want to hear those stories. But, of course, if you want to call and tell us, you know, which tribe it was that Joshua was involved with, you be sure and do that, 866-348-7884 to answer that riddle, and we'll be right back. Hey. Suits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so fun, we have Michael Woolworth here with us today with the Bible League and their campaign that's going on right now till the whole world knows. And I did a little math during the break, you know, to say, okay, you need 1,500 Bibles. Pretty cool. At $5 a Bible. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you were to give $100, just saying, based on what he said, they're going to double that. And so your $100 would provide 40 of those Bibles, Mm. like 40 people that would be getting these Bibles. And so in order for us to just break through it right today, we just need 37 listeners, 37 Mm. and a half to be specific. But we'll go with 38. However you all want to do it, you know, I can assure you that I will be one of them. I always wait till my own show <laughs> before I do my part. But, you know, I, I this is one of the things I really look forward to is like, oh, my goodness, how many people will there be in heaven that got a Bible that I got a chance to take part in what God's doing through the Bible League? And I love, you know, it's you guys just don't give Bibles. You, you've got studies and you've been doing this for like 85 years, right, Michael? Well, and to think the Truth Network's been uh, right there for the last uh, five years, uh, 
all of this uh, kingdom uh, work that we've uh, been pursuing. And so, yeah, uh, Robbie, this is year number 85 uh, for Bible League. And by the way, thank you for being such a great friend of this ministry. You always give. You're never asking your listeners to do something you haven't already done. So thank you for that, uh, Robbie. Appreciate that math. Yeah, that's how quickly we could be at this school and impact the Middle East. You know, Robbie, I am not here today to tell you that I know the resolve for all the geopolitical issues that face the world, especially what's there in the Middle East. Again, I've been there. I've seen the conflict. I've seen the suffering. I understand the loss. And, you know, I don't know the answers to all of it, but we're putting, you know, we're bringing Christ to bear on that situation today. So we're going to focus this hour in the Middle East. And let me tell you kind of how this unfolds. As, as Robbie, you've said before, I think you've used the term, we never willy-nilly go into a village, whether that's in Africa or Asia or the Middle East or Latin America, and say, Bibles, anybody? We know all 3,500 Christians that we want to bless right now. We know them by name. We know where they're situated. And um, they come through about an 8- to 12-week Bible study. It's available in all the languages of the world. It's very basic. I call it Christianity 101, the Gospel of John, paired together, a little 6 by 9 booklet. And um, let me tell you through this next story kind of how that unfolds all over the world, especially in the Middle East. Uh, Robbie, I was there not too long ago, and I met 19-year-old Arya. Uh, She would describe herself as a devout Muslim. She said, I read my Quran. I I said my prayers five times a day. Robbie, as we traveled around that region, you, you, you you could hear the Islamic call to prayer. You could see people drop face Mecca, even to the public square, right? You could tell they were very devout in their faith, and uh, that was the part of the world that I was uh, in, only a few miles from where this current conflict is. And, uh, you know, when none of the things that young Arya did brought her any peace, she said, I accepted the invitation of a Christian friend, a Christian that I had kept in contact with, and Robbie, this was somebody who in a previous Bible League campaign had received a Bible in the Arabic language. She learned very quickly that Jesus is not to be kept to oneself. He's to be shared, right? He's the hope of the world. And so young Aria, with about a dozen other people, uh, would uh, meet week after week and find out, who is Jesus? How is he both God and man? What's it mean to die to self? When Jesus says, if you want to be great in this kingdom, you learn to serve. And so week after week, they would gather, and young Aria would come to see that she was a sinner, and there was no other name under heaven by which to be saved except that of Jesus. And uh, Robbie, long story short, she became a believer. She still lived at home, and so she took that Bible study booklet home, hid it in her room. Her mother rummaged and found that booklet, gave it to her father, and as a radicalized man, he beat her nearly to death. I remember he uh, he broke her eye socket. He uh, didn't in there, though. He, he, he called the authorities to report her as an infidel. They took her away to a remote cell. It was there that they beat her. They violated her. They even tortured her to a degree, kept her without um, any food, virtually no water, no outside communication. But when they let her go, Robbie, I like to say she did not grow bitter. She grew bold, and with others in her evangelical church, she would do exactly how the Lord led her. Week by week, she would invite people to come learn about Jesus. And Robbie, today I can tell you a place, again, that is known for pain and suffering and conflict that uh, dates back millennia, that 300 people have come to Christ. They're now Jesus followers. But in that part of the world, uh, you know, there's tremendous pressure for people to convert back uh, to uh, to Islam, in some cases a radicalized agenda. Now, listen, I'm not saying today that anybody that follows uh, Islam is radicalized. That would not be true. It would not be a fair. But frankly, that's part of the story in the Middle East that I'm talking about right now. And so, uh, Robbie, right now there's a need for 300 Bibles in the Middle East. It's part of this 
bigger picture. We want to be the answer to the prayers of uh, 3,500 Bibleist believers. We have until Sunday, November 5th, to reach that goal. You did some wonderful, easy math to help us kind of put this in a, in a great context to, to be there in a matter of, uh, what, 13 days, something like that. And again, it happens with every $5 gift. And then, Robbie, today we have Friends of Bible League that will match every single gift that's made regardless of size. $5 sins of Bible. We're doing kingdom business today here on Kingdom Pursuits. How many Bibles can you send to the Middle East today? Yeah, there's, there's, and I love the, the Bible studies that you're doing. And, and again, I love, I really do, that you know that those Bibles are going into a thirsty world. Right. Mm-hmm. And and these folks, you know, the, the joy that you have in reading the Bible, like you get up early in the morning, I hope, you know, I know so many truth listeners mm-hmm. love, love, love the word of God. And, and can you imagine in your wildest dreams, you know, not having access to it and, and, and what a joy it would be to actually have the connection, not only with the Bible, but then, you know, you've got a community with the Bible League of somebody to talk to and somebody who, you know, in a position to disciple you somewhat, because uh, I'm sure Michael, like me, you know, if nobody had been there to answer my questions or to help me to Mm -hmm. to begin to work through the Bible, you know, it's a difficult process. Well, you know, you're, if you're leaving all the uh, isms of the world, you know, often what you know about Jesus and Christianity, it's a caricature, right? It's half right. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, syncretism that's, uh, that's mixed in there, right? The blending of, you know, the authentic gospel with, with all the traditions of the world. And so that's why Bible, you know, there's ministries who do nothing more than hand down a Bible. And there's a place for that. But to come alongside people, to evangelize, to disciple, to be there as they begin their walk with Christ, it's incredibly uh, important. You know, think about the value of, of reading our Bibles. Uh, Robbie, I was up this morning uh, doing that. Of course, I, you know, I always start my day, I thank God that I have a Bible in my own language at a level that I can understand. But what does the enemy do? Well, he rushes us, right? He pushes us, he frightens us, confuses us, discourages us, worries us, you know, condemns us. And yet when you open the pages of Scripture, this is true whether it's here in the U.S. or it's in the Middle East, right? When you are able to, to sense God's ver- uh, voice uh, in reading His Word, what does it do? Well, it stills you. It leads you. Uh, he reassures you. He enlightens you. He encourages you. He comforts you. Um, you know, he convicts you where needed, right? But there's a calmness that comes. So all of that, things that really uh, most of the believers we're talking about today have, they don't have that luxury, Robbie. And so it's a great joy with, it, with every phone call that's made today, every click of a mouse that is getting us a Bible closer by November 5th. We want to be at 3,500 Bibles. Listeners, you've taken care of the first 2,000 of those Bibles. In fact, let me say thanks to your listeners, Robbie. Lisa of Utah, we've heard from uh, Rudolph of Raleigh, Ned listening in West uh, Milton, Ohio, and then Kenneth uh, listening in Lynchburg, uh, Virginia. So that's who your listeners are. They get this. We're grateful for every gift in an age of inflation. Uh, But we need to be there by November 5th. And again, it happens with every call and with every click today, Robbie. Yeah, and and I was thinking about it this morning, actually reading about it. In Habakkuk, you know, and these, these, these people in the Middle East, once they have this Bible, they can see this. Right. And in Habakkuk chapter one, it says, behold, ye among the heathen. (laughs) Maybe you feel like that at work yourself. Behold, ye among the heathen. Right. Hmm. It says, I will work a work in your day that you would not believe, even if I were to tell it to you, that behold, I send the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation, 
and, and they will march through the breadth of the land. And that, that word Chaldeans, um, a quick study of that, you'll find that it means clodbreakers. And, mm. and so it's interesting how God releases people like that to break up clods. Like, like, yeah. like literally, you know, <laughs> we're all kind of made out of dirt, just saying. And, and so as we get broken up, we, we don't have an answer and we got to turn somewhere and God's hoping that we'll turn to him. But in order to turn to him, you know, here you have Bible League out there making it known that there's an answer, there's a place to turn. And when they turn to that section in the back of chapter one, they oh man, God. And then they get to chapter two and it says mm. the righteous will live by faith. Right. And they'll understand that, yeah. oh, okay, I, I believe God has got all this under control and it's so precious. Right. Amen. So yeah. Amen. Ag- again, 1-800-YES-WORD. How easy is that? 1-800-YES-WORD or very fun and easy in the way I'm going to do it, honestly, <laughs> is you just hit that Bible League banner at kingdompursuits.com or at truthnetwork.com. And then you can just, you know, give them the information and boom, boom, away you go. And the next thing you know, man, you're putting money. You know, I like the way the Jewish people actually call their tithe salting their money because they know that money will never go away. You earned it and now you've invested in the kingdom and mm-hmm. you can count on the fact that that money will <laughs> is the best investment you could possibly make, right? What an opportunity we have to give like that at just, again, 800, yes, word. And again, the Bible League banner there at truthnetwork.com. And, and you know, it's really fun when you think about that, man. I never made a better investment, right? Well, and Robbie, real quick, you know, there's a multiplier of 12 that we recognize all over the world. When a Bible is said, about 12 people are impacted, right? What an opportunity today. 12 people impacted with every Bible. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be exciting. All right. So again, one eight hundred yes word. We got we got a whole lot more and more stories. I love these stories. When we come back with Michael Warworth, Woolworth. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that. Bible League today on Kingdom Pursuits. Day two. To Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today, how fun. I love doing this every fall, every spring. We got Michael Woolworth with the Bible League. And again, till the whole world knows, won't that be exciting? And we have a chance for you to donate again to, to make up these 1,500 Bibles that we're going to get to the to the goal that we originally had at 3,500 Bibles with the truth network. And you can do that by just simply going to truthnetwork.com. I actually just did it. It was so easy. You just click on that. And if you happen to have Apple Pay like I did, it didn't take me half a second um, <laughs> actually to do yeah. that. And, and then it was done while the, while the break went on. And so, you know, how fun, again, that we get to salt away that money and know that we've invested in something that, that literally, uh, you know, will never, ever go away. And so, Michael, you've got more stories for us. Yeah, Robbie, great to to be with you today. It's a joy, really, to come on and spend this hour together, again, pointing your listeners to what God is doing in the Middle East. It certainly is a place of conflict and suffering and loss, of course, in light of uh, the current uh, Israeli-Hamas conflict. But uh, I hope today 
is an encouragement to you. I know we pray that the gospel would take grip all over the world, even amongst very, very difficult parts of the world. And today, the stories are telling you what? God is doing that. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw the nations to myself. And uh, Robbie, again, we have set a goal as a Truth Network and Bible League by November 5th to be at 3,500 Bibles. We want to bless 3,500 Bibleist believers that we know. Many of those are in the Middle East, other parts of the world, and again, it happens with every $5 a gift today. Uh, let me tell you some other uh, Truth Network uh, listeners getting involved. Stephen of Danbury, North Carolina. Thank you, Brian of Nashville. $1,000 gift there, uh, 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 Robbie. And Donna of Advance, uh, North Carolina, all getting involved. Jo- join the reeks, ranks of these wonderful listeners. Be a part of this. When we hit this goal, we believe we will on November 5th. We'll sing the Hallelujah Chorus. It'll be gifts from all over this great nation, all the wonderful listeners to uh, Kingdom Pursuits. And, Robbie, we don't want your listeners to miss out on this. Again, $5 sins of Bible. The number is 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD. Or just click the Bible League banner at Kingdom pursuits.com. And again, Robbie, thanks for uh, for making that wonderful gift. Hey, let me take you back to the Middle East, a part of the world that I visited, again, not too long ago. It was there that I met 14-year-old um, Ahmed. Um, his story was this. He was a Syrian refugee. If you remember about 15 years ago, the Assad regime um, just uh, came down hard on, on many of the, uh, the people in Syria. That uh, forced a lot of them to flee the country. Many of those went right across the border to the country of Jordan. There's a a, a refugee camp, still about 90,000 people that make their home there. But many of those who become uh, to uh, integrate into the communities in that part of the world. And there was a small evangelical church, Robbie, that wanted to be a blessing to these refugees that would leave that camp and integrate into the community. They used a program from Bible League that gives the gift of literacy. So often in our 85 years of ministries, we've uh, engaged people all over the world, and you find out they can't read, you have another problem. And so we came up with a program that in the languages of the world, we provide the gift of literacy. And um, they used this program, had Christian women that were pouring themselves into primarily Arabic-speaking women, many of these are of refugee status. That's the story of young Ahmed. His father died fighting for ISIS. His mother was a radicalized woman, had eight children, and she was one of those that was given the gift of literacy because the Bible is the source of those reading assignments, Robbie. She would come to place her faith in Jesus Christ in a grateful response for those Christian women pouring themselves into her life. She led her uh, seven of her kids to Christ, but not number eight. Who was number eight? That was Ahmed. By that time, Robbie, he had sold out to violent Islam. He'd come under the influence of a, of a violent imam in that part of the world, um, was going to be um, a suicide bomber. He was a jihadist. They picked the time, picked the place where he would, you know, literally blow himself up, kill others, kill himself in the process, all in the, um, you know, all in, you know, coming under a, a radicalized agenda there. But his godly mother, now a follower of Jesus, did what she knew best. She prayed nonstop for his salvation. When it came, uh, the radicals that he hung around with uh, beat him nearly to death. Uh, they said, we're going to find you and finish the job. And so the family fled in the middle of the night with literally just the shirts on their backs. And when we caught up with him a couple villages over, Robbie, we had a chance to sit kneecap to kneecap with young Ahmed at 14 years of age, again, the Syrian refugee. And through a translator, I was able to ask him, um, Ahmed, what's your Bible mean to you? He said, Michael, he says, I can go here where Jesus gives me perspective. He says, they'll hate you because they hated me first. He said, I can go here where Paul writes, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. He says, look in the Great Commission where Jesus gives us incredible encouragement. 
he says, I'm with you always. And, I, you know, Robbie, at 14 years of age, I'm peddling baseball cards in downstate Illinois. But I thought, <laughs> here's a 14-year-old right. kid, a 14-year-old kid who was a Sunni Muslim with a target on his back, right, who was an evangelist. And, Robbie, his, his great burden was to try to rescue young boys 10 to 20 years of age who were, again, of refugee status. They're promised a financial incentive because of their uh, situation as refugees, right? And I can tell you, this pastors uh, that sat with us, they said, Michael, he's the real deal. He has led about 100 of those young men to Christ. And, Robbie, since I've gotten back from uh, from that country and that part of the world, and I've continued to follow the story of young Ahmed, I found out that about 300 others have come to Christ, and many of those in that age range. And so is this a place of conflict and pain and suffering and loss? It absolutely is, but it's also a part of the world where God is at work. In fact, if you follow Barna Research, they will tell us that, you know, here in America, church growth is somewhat uh, stunted on the decline. But in places like the Middle East, I'm telling you, God is bringing people to himself in record numbers. And right now in the moment, before we move on, Robbie, I'd love to just put the plea out to be able to send 300 Bibles to that part of the world. And again, it happens with every call and with every click. And then finally, let me just say this. When I asked young Ahmed, again, this is all through a translator because I spoke virtually no Arabic. He spoke no English. I said, how can we pray for you, brother? You know, he said, Michael, uh, he, he, you know, he, he never said, hey, get on Truth Network and ask those listeners to plead for it into our suffering. He said, we need to love God with every fiber of our being. He said, pray that we'll obey him in every circumstance. He said, pray that we'll see those around us, not as the enemy, but as the mission field. And then, Robbie, he was quick to say, we need Bibles. Uh, people here, they need to be able to endure and persevere. And you can do that when you can open up your own Bible and be reminded of God's precious promises. Robbie? Yeah, and I was thinking about that actually as you were talking about it. What an opportunity, because obviously Ahmed has has gotten more converts by now that are hungry for Bibles, and mm-hmm. and to see that man, you're you're sowing into these, you know that 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 have the same opportunity, but that face the same persecution, you know that we can't even really even fathom. Mm-hmm. But what an opportunity we have to to partner with what's going on and what, you know, God isn't <laughs> the nice thing that, that, that gives me, you know, that a wonderful feeling is to know that God is, is not caught by surprise by any of this. In other words, he, no. this, this, these things are happening so that people can come to faith, right? And, and, and people will have this opportunity, but, but we're given, you know, the absolute joy of being able to provide the resources for what God is really at work um, you know, behind the scenes doing in so many different beautiful ways. And again, um, you know, I'm so grateful for, you know, all those people, all that, that really their churches and stuff that partner with you to make all this happen, right? Well, you know, we don't fund missionaries, Robbie. We don't have some big uh, endowment. We're not funded by the government, but we work with the under-resourced church who's on the ground. What does that not mean? It doesn't mean that they lack a zeal or a love for God. It means he has implanted in places like the Middle East where it's a little bit more challenging to live out your Christian faith. And so, yeah, we work with these, I call them heroes of the faith, people like young, young Ahmed. And Robbie, I can tell you when the Bibles arrive, they're so grateful. They're so grateful that God has given us a discretionary income here in America that, you know, after you tithe and you pay your bills, you've got money to spend, to you know, to invest in kingdom purposes. And, and they know the church here in America um, very serious about giving when there's needs like this that they can contribute to. And so, Robbie, we're 60% of the way to our goal to bless 3,500 Bibleist believers by November 5th, and now you know 300 more 
that can benefit from your prayers and financial support today. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, I, you know, there's clear, the Bible's clear. You have your tithe, but then you have the absolute joy of, of having offerings, too. And so this fits into that category. And what an opportunity. Again, you can go to kingdompursuits.com or 1-800-YES-WORD. We're going to be right back with another little segment, not quite as long, with Michael. So uh, looking forward to it. We'll, we'll be right back. Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so wonderful to have Michael Woolworth back with us with the Bible League till the whole world knows, uh, getting Bibles out across the world, actually, but but certainly in the Middle East for such a time as this. And, um, you know, just an opportunity for us to take part in what God is doing. And, and so, Michael, uh, in the last, I think we, we just have about six or seven minutes in this segment. You know, what do you want to make sure you got said we, we didn't get said yet? Well, Robbie, great to be with you today. You've been a great friend of Bible League and your listeners. They have been incredibly kind uh, to our ministry. And, of course, it's not about us. It's about making much of God and building his church, helping to strengthen the church. And we're focused this hour on the Middle East, obviously in a very timely way with the the conflict uh, in that part of the world. That's a part of the world that I visited, Robbie. So it's a joy for me as we've had friends fund those trips for me to come back and give you really a firsthand um, account of what God is doing in that part of the world. Is it a part, a place where there's conflict, pain, suffering? I mean, so much instability. It absolutely is. But again, God is at work and it's a joy to see your listeners getting involved. Even this hour, we've heard from uh, listeners to Kingdom Pursuits, listening in Toledo, Charlotte, and Winchester, Indiana, all getting involved making gifts today. Ro- uh, Robbie, we're 60% of the way to bless um, at least uh, 3,500 Bibleist believers that we know by name and Bible League who really uh, have never read a single verse in their own Bibles. Why? They don't own one. And so with every call and with every click today, your listeners, they are doing something about it. We're so grateful for that. $5 sends a Bible to 800 Yes Word. That's 800 Yes Word. Or just click the Bible League banner at kingdompursuits.com. And Robbie, I love uh, Proverbs 3.27. It says, Do not withhold good when it is within your power to act to provide help for those in need. And this is a listening family that really understands that. As we wrap up today, let me tell you the story of a woman by the name of Nora. She's a widowed mother of four. Her husband, uh, very tragically, uh, Robbie, was uh, murdered by a terrorist cell there in the Middle East that uh, hates Christians, frankly. I mean, that's the story. It left her as, again, a widowed mother of four daughters. One day, radicals showed up. They burned down her house. Um, nearly killing her and her four daughters, the youngest of which about four years of age, maimed for life with very, very serious burns all over her body. Um, you know what Nora's crime was? A couple of things. Number one, she's a born-again believer, again, in a part of the world where about nine and a half people follow a very radicalized agenda. But also she was found to be educating her daughters beyond the age of eight. In that system, in that part of the world, that is a very serious violation, kind of hard for us to understand that. But that was uh, those were her crimes. But I can tell you, rather than grow bitter, she grew bold. This is one of those women, Robbie, that uh, in a previous Bible League campaign, uh, you know, received a Bible. Um, she was trained to share Christ, and she began to do that with other women in situations very similar to her. All of these Arabic speaking, many of these affiliated with Islam, some of them Marxists. 
but she would invite them week after week, come learn about Jesus. She pointed them to the hope of the gospel. And today, Robbie, 50 families affiliated with uh, this story are now following Jesus. But again, they live in the part of the world where there are no Christian bookstores. There's no big box retailer. You know, here in America, what, Target and Walmart, it's big business to sell Bibles and inspirational books. You know, or Amazon, often, you know, I can order a, a Bible, what, today and have it on my doorstep by tomorrow morning. Those are not options for the Christians that we're talking about all over the world, and especially in the Middle East. So my prayer is, as we wrap up uh, our time together this hour, it's been a great joy, Robbie, is to put these 50 Bibles, get them on their way to this wonderful woman, Nora, again, who is endeavoring to raise her children to know and love Jesus. She's seen uh, 50 people come to Christ. And, Robbie, we've had some wonderful calls and clicks this hour. Again, by November 5th, we want to be at 3,500 Bibles. Listeners, you've put a 60% there today. And, again, every gift will be matched by friends of Bible League. And, Robbie, again, thanks for being such a great friend. It's uh, been a joy to be with you this hour, brother. Oh, absolutely. Again, we'll, we'll give you the number 1-800-YES-WORD, or you go to truthnetwork.com to take part of that. We also want to remind you, as we close, that the thorn right? That, the epic story that's going on in Richmond, both today and tomorrow. It's at the Carpenter Theater. If you go to thethorn.com, again, it's the thorn. And we had him on the show last week. Want to make you aware that that is going on this weekend. And so how fun is that? So, you know, God gives us all these opportunities, right? Maybe you can put your arm around somebody that, that you've been wanting to talk about Jesus and take them to this epic drama there in Richmond today. But also, you know, obviously be praying, you know, like we don't want you to, you know, just willy nilly, you know, donate without asking God, you know, what would you, what would you have me give? What, what, what part in this would you want me to take? And clearly we can all pray just that prayer alone blesses God to know that we, we care. We want to be involved with the whole world. We realize that he's blessed us unbelievably. You know, what can we do to get in on, on what he's doing uh, to share his love that we've all you know, clearly benefit so much from it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know for, for for me, I often have to pinch myself. How do, how do I get a job like this where I get to talk about this stuff <laughs> and get to hear stories like Michael shared today? Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you can even share this podcast or this radio show with somebody that may not be familiar with Bible League. You know, that would be great to do. That podcast will come out later today. But thank you, Michael, so much for being with us today. Yeah, Robbie. God bless you, and thank you for your wonderful listeners. Ah, yes. And now you stay tuned. we got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging prayer followed by the masculine journey starts here now at 12 o'clock. And then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff. So much truth coming at you. This is the Truth Network.